1: Hello, mamas. Okay, Alyssa's hopping on. We are gonna be talking all about a really great question that we got in our free class. And this question was all about, hey, what do I do when my kids come home and say, mom, is this food healthy? Is this healthy? Is this good for me? Is this bad for me? How do we start talking to our kids about food? Because it can be really confusing to open up this conversation with our children about food. So I would love to hear in the comments. If you are a mama, just let us know um, in the comments how old your kids are. Um, I know sometimes our kids are a little bit younger and they may not have these questions quite yet, but a lot of times once our kids start going to school, they get around other children. These questions might come up. So this is what we are going to be chatting about today. Um, and Alyssa is here, so I'll let her hop on. But we just thought that this was such an important, should feel comfortable and confident answering when their kiddos come home from school or from a friend's house and start making comments about food. hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Sorry. Uh my son needed something at the last second. Of course. Nice. I, mean, like. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to hear, her, but did you tell them about the question we got on our free class?
1: Yep. Yep. We okay. got a yeah. question on our free class all about, okay. hey Mom, what do I do when my kid comes home and says, Mom, is this healthy? Or is this good for me? Is this bad for me? Um so I told everybody, if you guys are hopping on, drop how old your kids are in the comments. We would love to hear like how old your children are because the conversation looks a little different with like a you know a three-year-old versus a 10-year-old
0: yeah absolutely and this is a question i get all the time on my page too is how do i explain this word healthy and so really the first tip that i'm going to give you in those moments when you're like you don't know what to say and you feel probably 9 and 16 awesome you probably feel a lot of pressure to say the right thing you're like oh i have to get this right right now they said something and now i need to combat it i need to correct them or i need to point them in the right direction And first of all, I just wanna like relieve a little bit of that pressure to say, this is not one conversation. This is not one moment in time. This really is not only how we live our lives, but continual conversations with them as they age. So it really depends on their age here. When you're dealing with toddlers, I recommend to, zip it okay you really just model the behavior toddlers particularly just don't have the nuance yet to know that there's gray here like there's no like black and white in health we probably know that we may struggle with that black and white thinking and toddlers do as well so we know that when we're thinking on or off black or white right or wrong, healthy or unhealthy, we know there's probably a little bit more nuance to that. Our kids can't quite grasp that. So when they're young toddlers, I recommend not to really have this conversation. Of course, once they start bringing it into your home, once they get older and start to use this kind of verbiage, the best thing you do is get curious with them. Ask them, what do you mean by that? Yeah. literally what do you mean by that and see what they come up with see what thoughts they're holding on to and you might even gauge where they learned this maybe it's from a friend a teacher maybe it's from you maybe it's something you said maybe it's something they heard on TV they probably mm-hmm. won't tell you like well last week I was watching Daniel Tiger and they said this but just the way that they present like why do you say this well I don't know my friend said it was healthy or whatever whatever comes out kind of clues you into what they're thinking and where that might be coming from. So really what I always say is get curious. So instead of trying to fix the problem right then and being like, oh no, I have to correct this. And this is like a huge moment in my child's history of like them deciding everything from this point on, just relax and know that this is an ongoing conversation And to get really curious with them, say, why do you say that? Or what do you mean by that? And Mm -hmm. see what they come up with first. And you might need to give them some, like, a little bit of talking points here and there or fill in the gaps or ask them what they think healthy is and then tell them what you think healthy is. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really great place to start. Yes, I love that. I even asked myself that question. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And
1: I think um, what we, you know, what we say and do consistently over time in our house, that's going to form probably the most behavior changes with our kids and like how they view food and their bodies uh, versus like one thing that they hear on the TV. So I think that it can be, we actually answered this in our membership call. This, do you remember? Like we just answered mm-hmm. this in the membership call from a mama who was like, my kid heard this at school and how do I handle it? And we like really walked her through and she felt really relieved at the end knowing like, okay, what I'm doing at home is, you know, it, over time they're gonna hear and learn from me. and just one little moment or a thing that they hear at school, it's great to open up the conversation, like you said, and have that curiosity. And then once you have that open dialogue, then you can keep talking about it with your kids as needed. Um, And there's going to be people that show up in our life, whether it's grandparents or, you know, aunts or uncles or friends that come over and maybe they say something that we don't agree with, with food and body. And then that's okay to have that conversation when they leave or, you know, just asking them what their opinion was on it or what they caught from it. But totally their age is very dependent on this like how we talk to a 16 year old is gonna be very very different than how we talk to a three-year-old so i love that you said those toddlers because again when we have little kids it's all about what we're modeling really like our actions are louder than our words at this point
0: yeah and i think actually someone brought this up in the comments is like really taking some time away from your kids to define what you think is healthy look at your life Look at the patterns that are emerging look at how your mom treated food and her body look at how your dad treated food in his body and you know what they were saying around people's bodies and and food judgments and things like that what is actually healthy to you what has served you what helps your body and makes you feel good not only in the moment but long term as well we want that sustainable health right not just like oh this sounds good so I'm gonna eat it but it's also like this sounds good and it's gonna honor my body and honor my health and I know I'm gonna sleep better at night last night I told Brooke I got a milkshake on the way home and I you guys I slept Horribly because I drank (laughs) that entire milkshake and I felt sick all night. And there's nothing wrong with milkshakes, but it was just a bad choice. And so now I just know that. I'm like, okay, well, now I move on, you know, just get really curious with it and make a different choice next time, likely. You know, maybe split it with my husband or put some in the freezer or not get it at all because it took away my quality of sleep, which I really, really need. (laughs) So it's really about defining what does healthy look like for you because it's going Mm -hmm. to be different. One of my favorite examples to use is the food cauliflower. Cauliflower to me is very healthy, feels great, gives me energy, lots of good fiber, california for Brooke, <laughs>
1: it's not good guys, it's not, not good, good
0: for Brooke, I get right? so
1: sick, I get so sick, I in do the it, bathroom. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's like the the best kind of thing to point to because cauliflower is like this health food and blah blah, blah 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 but that is a blanket statement that is not true for everyone so figure out what health means to you and how you define it and just a little guidance here from brooke and i is i think it's really important to think about what we're adding in so we actually talked about this last night on our free class uh where we don't want to label foods right of um, like a I don't eat that, oh, that's bad for me, that's unhealthy. Think about what foods can I add in to get healthier? What mm-hmm. foods can I bring into my life? How can I be thinking about myself? How can I you know, be talking about myself or other people? That's healthier, mm-hmm. instead of just, oh, don't touch that, don't look at that, don't think about that, don't eat that, because all that does is actually bring our attention right there. And so instead, right. think about how we can add things in, and what does add value to your life long-term?
1: Yeah, and I think labeling foods is so important. That's something that we dove into like greater detail on the class. But when we say things like "that's bad" or "that's unhealthy," our kids get confused, and it might lead to one of two things happening: either they eat those foods and think I'm bad, I I should feel guilty, or when we deem them as off limits, unhealthy, we can't have these in the house. What ends up happening is they get to a friend's house and they have access to those foods, and then they like go crazy and they eat all of it. So it's like for Alyssa and I, how we believe balances is that all foods can fit in a healthy lifestyle as di- as registered dietitians. That's what we believe. But Alyssa and I still focus on balancing our plate and getting fruits and veggies on the table and getting me variety in. And so you have to determine what that looks like for the family. But we will say when we see moms going very restrictive or the moms on a really, really restrictive diet, um, the kids get really confused on what they're supposed to be doing, especially if we're eating something very different than the rest of the family, that's kind of a confusing message and conflicting message for children. So really like thinking what's best for our family to have balance? What goals do we want as a family? And then, you know, striving for those goals and striving to add in more variety and more fiber and more fruits and vegetables. And like Alyssa said, asking yourself, what does our family, you know, maybe need to eat a little bit more of that we're not doing? What can we bring into our life to give us more balance versus what do we have to take away kids don't do mm-hmm. well when we take away stuff
0: right and that <laughs> is like I mean really at the end of the day I think we can all agree that our health is not built up of these like small moments of like I did 30 days doing this and two weeks doing that and I cut out this food and I looked this way and blah blah blah, blah and I had all these cheat days but forget those I focus on these things we know that our health is actually built moment by moment day by day small small choices after small choices. And we know that what we do consistently and sustainably build up, right? Like small steps take us really far. When we are constantly making huge changes, like, oh, I'm gonna drink all the celery juice and now I'm on, you know, doing this diet and now I'm choosing that and now I'm having a cheat day and now I've been off the diet for two months because it's just too stressful and now I'm gonna start a new diet. When we're doing this our whole lives, it's really not adding up to very much and it's not consistent or sustainable. And so what we teach, what we believe and what we wanna pass on to our kids is, is actually the small habits, the small daily habits that you probably don't even know you're doing, right? Like brushing your teeth every day. If you just went through cycles of brushing your teeth in a year where you were just like, I'm gonna brush my teeth 10 times a day, every day. And you could only keep that up for two weeks. And then you went two months without brushing your teeth. And then you started doing that again and again, and you kept going through these cycles. At the end of the year, you probably gonna have pretty poor teeth, right? Yeah. poor dental health your dentist versus brushing your like teeth. That. No, they're not gonna be happy with that versus brushing your teeth twice a day, every day, right? That's the consistent small habit that really builds up. And at the end of the year, you're gonna have really good dental health. The same is true with nutrition, with how we treat our body. So I think defining what health means to us, what that looks like, what things you can add in, what things make you feel good. And you know, like you said, like your family as a whole, how can we be a healthy family? But I think too, what you might be seeing through here, kind of weaved without is modeling. You have to model this for your kids because verbally we're gonna get things wrong. We're probably gonna say the wrong thing. They're gonna hear us say something that's not true or they're gonna hold on to it and we're gonna be like, why is that the one thing you actually listen to, right? They're Mm -hmm. gonna get that like wrong. But at the end of the day, you modeling the behavior of working on your relationship with food and your body, you thinking about what decisions you're gonna be making, not only nutritionally, but also how you're coping with stress, how you're sleeping at night, how you're handling big emotions that come through your family all of those things really do add up and point to a bigger picture of health for your kiddo. Mm -hmm. And I say this too, where we can actually say like, let's say on some weird world, we could get it all right with what we say. If we're still doing something differently than what we're kind of espousing, Mm -hmm. they're gonna do monkey see monkey do, right? (laughs) Like they may hear one thing, but they see another. And that's probably true if we just look at how we were raised. We probably do very similar things or struggle with very similar things or whatever that looks like for you than our parents did right and maybe we're one or two degrees away and like oh we're focusing on this but it's probably still in the back of our mind it's still something we have to maybe fight against or work hard to kind of undo Mm -hmm. and this is true for our children too so the best thing we can do is model that behavior so again just to recap here so we want to form a little bit of curiosity get them thinking get them critically thinking so that way just every thought that pops in their head they don't think is true every thought they hear on the playground is true but really get them thinking build some curiosity make some, make sure that you've actually taken time to answer the, this question for yourself otherwise you really won't know how to answer it and think about what you can add in and model that behavior for your kids that is the best thing that we can do for our children especially once these questions start to come up and just just know that once you're once you're in the place of actually like being healthy like like what is healthy to you and you are you are chasing that daily, you are working on that daily, building up those habits, not perfect because nothing can be perfect, but you're working on that. It's going to be so much easier to handle those conversations that come in because you are confident in what you are doing. And, you know, I just think that's, that's a really important point to make as well.
1: Yeah. And we can do so much. And I think, um, it's a lot of pressure to think like, oh, like I'm influencing my children, but just thinking of it as like when I'm taking care of myself and my health and like, just not letting it go to the back burner, it's going to positively influence our kids. Like they're going to pick up on those behaviors and we won't even have to teach them like what's healthy and what's not healthy, quote unquote. They're just going to grow up seeing what balance looks like and they're just going to like move their body because it feels good because that's what they saw mom do. Or they're just gonna, you know, cook a lot of meals at home and, and try like exploring new recipes and doing new things because that's what they grew up seeing. And so what we do, like you said, over a long period of time, what we do for the next 18 years while our kids are living with us or longer, you know, um, then they it, like they're just gonna pick up on that. And so just know that like, you taking care of yourself is not selfish and you, you know, just kind of modeling your, your behaviors. It's like, it's just so important as moms that we just know that, you know, like what we, what we do for ourselves does matter too. Um, yeah. and it does cause I know, I always, kids.
0: I always love to say when people like fight back on that, they're like, no, my kids come first, all these things. We're not yeah. saying you first, we're saying you too. Yeah. You get the same things your kids do. Opportunities to eat throughout the day, a balanced plate, healthy food on the plate, trying new things, like all of those things. You're getting access to that too. You yeah. give your kids time to move their body, go to the park, play outside. You should get that time too. So we're not that's saying true. you first ahead of everyone else. I don't think that's realistic for most moms. Yeah. But what I am saying is that it's you too. You are equally part of that family. And what you're doing is important. Modeling that behavior for your kids and future generations is so yeah. important. We can't even tell you. It's literally why we do what we do. What yeah. I Do want to take just a second kind of dispelling a myth really quick is if when, when we're talking about healthy and getting healthy, if you hear lose weight, mm-hmm. that is what the messaging has taught us our entire lives. Anyone in media has probably told you that getting healthy is actually losing weight. Probably mm-hmm. friends, family, maybe even your mom, dad, and whoever has told you like, oh, to get healthy, I need to lose weight. And that's why we hear it. We say, oh, I'm going to get healthy. And we hear, oh, they're going to try to lose weight yeah and this is actually the very thing in fact it is the number one indicator to try to lose weight for weight gain and so what what i was saying before is those small little habits building up to big health is the most important thing we can do sustainable habits when we're trying to lose weight oftentimes we're doing very unsustainable impractical and honestly harmful things to try and reach a certain weight and external validation of mm-hmm. health but we probably all know someone who's like a healthy weight but very unhealthy Like <laughs> we see their yeah. habits and we're like what's actually going on there or the example Brooke and I already always use is our cancer patients on mm-hmm. paper they were a healthy VMI they were a healthy weight but in reality they were actually very unhealthy their body was really struggling and fighting to survive and so just a good reminder here that if you hear get healthy and you think lose weight just to kind of break that down a little bit. And in fact, we talked a little bit more about this in our free class last night. And not only did we talk about that, but we also talked about these small sustainable habits that you can add in. We talked about how to ditch cravings as a busy mom, why those cravings might be happening and really getting to the root cause of some of our, Um, external habits that are going on. So if you want to learn more about that, you can actually DM either one of us on either account, the word replay, and we'll send you the link. The link is going to be valid for another two days. So Mm -hmm. if you want to watch the replay, we can send that to you. So just DM us the word replay. We'd love to share it with you. It had such great information we're getting such good feedback of how clear and, and like concise the information was and how clear the next steps are to take and what's actually going on on a deep level and we'd love to share that with you so just dm us the word replay and we'd love to send you the link but we hope today answered a lot of your questions around this issue i know it can feel really overwhelming but we really are just living our life day to day modeling the behavior for our kids and going from there
1: yeah yeah for sure and uh yeah you just you deserve to prioritize your health too and so i know it's hard it's hard as a busy mom we get it we uh We are there with crazy Speaking
0: of which, do you hear my daughter? She's woken up from her nap. Yeah. Probably going to get her, but I should probably hop off. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And again, just DM us the word replay. We'd love to share that information with you. It's going to be so helpful for you, especially like we said, because that question was asked during the class and we answered it, you'll get that answer too. So, Mm -hmm. all right, you guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, until next time, mamas.